It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. Welcome to my show, the rendez-vous. The accent is French. Um, I want to start the show with a little remark that I've noticed lately. Um, there is a lot of questions, it's interesting lately, about fascination or obsession for one partner for virtual reality. Uh, fantasy football, uh, gambling, or so on. And it's kind of a red flag so often uh, it's happening. And I think we have to stay in uh, the reality of here and now, us, the reality that see each other, talk to each other, kiss each other, hug each other, make love to each other, and all that. And I just want to say it because lately there's more and more questions about that. So if you can... I know it relaxes your mind. A little bit is great. Too much, it takes away from your relationship and from, I think, your own peace of mind. So just that, uh, you call the next. You have a question for me about your love life. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lacey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lacey. What's going on? Okay, so... I feel like lately, all of the dates I've been going on, the guy just talks and talks and talks and like does not let me get a word in at all to the point where by the time he's done talking, the date is basically over or I'm exhausted. And I don't know if it's something about me that this happens to because I don't really know any other girl who's dealing with something like this. And I don't also, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. Maybe they just have a lot to say. Like... I don't know what, what it are, is. Yeah, what are they talking about? I mean, just a range of topics. They, you know, they'll talk about themselves a lot, like what their job is, just basically everything and anything. And I it's see. like I don't get a word in at all. And then when it does come time for me to finally talk, either the date is over or like I'm tired and I need to leave. <laughs> well, there's nothing you can do really. It's a bad luck thing, right? So it's a, like a series. Um, why a couple guys will do that I don't know I guess they're anxious and need a shrink more than a girlfriend uh, but I, I, there's no really uh, secret formula the only thing is you know if you see it happening uh, you know you, you you just shorten the date as much as you can it's a matter of time until you find the right guy you know the universe works for you if it's not the right time yet it won't be so I would not be worried it's not something especially about you it's just bad luck okay yeah I was just wondering if I should approach dating differently maybe i attract the wrong type of guys or something oh I don't no know. listen think about this the chance of finding the right guy is one out of thousands and thousands of people right it's like so same for the girls or whoever you are so so you gotta let the universe plays you know it's in, and then when it's the right time it will be until then you're gonna have lousy dates fun dates crazy dates unforgettable dates very boring dates yeah, uh that's true you know, Talkative yeah, so, dates. <laughs> talkative dates, you know, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I think it's just a reflection of, of, of everybody out there, and you have to take it with kind of a, a smile, like, ah, interesting, another one. Okay, how can yeah. I get out of this, you know? <laughs> okay, okay. All <laughs> right, Lacey. Right. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go to Sandy's email because she found lip gloss in her boyfriend's bathroom. And now we have a problem. Next.
So again, an interesting email from Sandy who goes, Bonjour, Simon. I found lip gloss in my boyfriend's bathroom that is not mine. And he swears he doesn't know where it came from. I feel like I can't trust him now and I don't know what to do, so please help. Yeah, well, what should you do if that happens to you? Listen to the next segment. I'll tell you what to do. So what should you do if, like Sandy, you find lip gloss in your boyfriend's bathroom that's not yours and he claims he doesn't know where it's coming from? What should you do then? Well, if you can't trust him, you've got to trust your intuition. And that is my answer when it comes to that. If, 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 if you find something that has no reason whatsoever to be in your boyfriend's bathroom, like a lip gloss, and the guy swears he doesn't know where he came from, and your intuition said he's lying, he's lying. And then you have to ask yourself, why would you want to stay with a man you don't trust anymore? Because you control your destiny. You control nothing else, but you do control your destiny in terms of, I'm not a victim. If somebody's messing with you, step away, right? So just remember, if it doesn't make sense, it's shenanigans. And then ask yourself, why would I want to be with somebody who's full of shenanigans? And then you know what to do. That's my answer. Call the next. Bonjour, Rebecca. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rebecca. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, I just moved across the country, and right before I did, this guy that I had had a crush on for a long time, but we were both in other relationships, just started reaching out to me after his breakup. And, um, of course, right as I'm leaving. Um, so we've been texting for a few months, um, but it's starting to just only be ooh-la-la texting, um, mm-hmm. which I admit I engaged in at first. Um, but I'm starting to feel like that's he's only reaching out like once a week just to kind of, or a few times a week just to check in, but then it always leads to that. And I'm wondering... If there's a way to turn that around, how I have to talk with him, because I don't want to really put pressure on it, I'm wondering what you have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as you may know, most men think about ooh-la-la, I don't know how many, every 20, 30 seconds, or it's like in the back of the mind. So the stimulation is that for him. The long distance doesn't help you, right? I mean, the ooh-la-la is, as a guy, and most guys will probably agree, once you stop seeing the person, and you know, you can't go to a date, you can't go to a movie, right. you can't go to a show. I mean, what's left? What stimulation to say? How are you? You good? How was your day? Boring. So exactly, women. Yeah, women's mind is a little more usually uh, uh, complete in the sense of conversation. They 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 don't get that stimulated. I think you would agree by ulala yeah. communication and texting. It's not that exciting. Yeah, it is. But I'd like to get to know him better, and you know. I would visit, but I don't know if that, I don't want to put pressure on him. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been separated physically from? Uh, it's been about four months. And he hasn't asked you to visit him or back or, or visit you? No, no. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm afraid it's hopeless. I'm afraid that in this case, you've got to ask yourself, why am I wasting a time with somebody who doesn't really want to see me? Just appreciate the ooh-la-la and probably your charming looks and all that, but... Uh, I don't see a future. I think that as a man, when I'm interested in a girl, I, I reach out and I want to see her and spend time. Yeah. If I don't, it's because I'm not. So, right. 
sorry for being a Debbie Downer, but I, I just I don't think there's any hope with this guy. Okay. Well, thank sorry. you. Sorry. Kind of expected you to say that, but I uh, hope there might be some magic formula that you could whip out of your magic bag. But <laughs> thank you, Simon. Yeah. yeah, I can only be honest with you. I mean, to protect your dignity and not waste your time. It's right. the way it works. The long distance is a killer on so many relationships. It's just, yeah, it's not meant to be long distance for most people, you know. It's, it's, so right. that's why it's not against okay. you. Okay. Thank you. You are welcome. Best of luck and have a good night. Appreciate it. You too. So actually, how do you know you're wasting your time in a relationship? What are the signs? We'll talk about that next. So it's interesting. My last caller, Rebecca, you know, is in a long-distance relationship, four months away. He hasn't asked to see her or come see her or for her to visit him. And once a week, there's some uh, ooh texting, you know, some stimulation, I guess, for the guy. But of course, Rebecca was like, how can I get him to be more interested? And I said, there's no way. It's not meant to be. And how do you know you're wasting your time? How do you know, you know, like Rebecca, and wasting your time hoping for somebody to change? Because that is something, it's a mistake I've done too many times. And I think most of us have done too. What are the signs that the relationship has no future and you're wasting your time on it? I'll tell you that next. So it's very important. How do you know you're not wasting your time in your relationship and there's no future and you're just pretending? The first thing first, the way you feel. Ask yourself, how am I feeling in my relationship? Am I feeling good? I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling forgotten. I'm feeling seen. I'm feeling heard or not heard or loved. Okay, how are you feeling? Step number one. If you don't feel good, talk about it. Step number two, reciprocity, which means, you know, am I getting as much as I give? You know, it's like you should be feeling fulfilled by having this partner and not be on always the one doing something and try to make it work. And finally, do both of you have make plans, the same kind of plans for the future? Whether it's little plans, let's, let's go to see that movie on Saturday, or little bigger plans, let's go in next month or for the holidays, uh, meet one of our parents or something like that, or much bigger plans. If you don't have those three things, you should ask yourself, what am I doing in this relationship? Please keep that in mind. You call the next. Bonjour, Tamara. Bonjour. Bonjour, what's going on? I have, you know, I'm in my late 30s and I have decided that I'm shutting it down. No ooh-la-la until I have a ring, ring, ring. And I'm doing it really because I want to make sure I'm invested and I'm on the marriage track. I have never done this before. I don't have any idea how to handle this. When do I bring it up? If I tell the guy right away, they run away. Like, I just, I just have no idea how to do this. Okay, so is that something new? So before now, you used to have, like, full, complete relationship, including ulala, or not? I did. It, was, it okay. wasn't all the time, but I would sell it, and then I would meet someone, we'd get in a relationship, and then, you know, after a couple months, ulala, and I've decided that I just want to wait until I get married now. I, I want to, next time I do it, I want it to be with my husband. Yeah, I respect that. Is that a religion-based uh, decision? It's no. It's more of just no. like my heart. I just it just feels like the right thing to do. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, 
I don't have a magic formula on how to find the right person. I would just say, you've got to follow your intuition. Right. But I guess, Simon, my question for you is, like, how do I, like, is it a bad idea to just tell the guys right away? Like, I just don't know. No, no, no. It's good to be honest. So you think I should tell them right away? You don't think I should wait? But let me me ask you this question. I'm going to try to phrase it in a way that radio allows me because, you know, I can't say anything really good. When you say no ooh-la-la, we're not talking about anything at all, or we can talk about some fun things, but not the whole ooh-la-la? I just think I, I can kiss you, but if we go down that path and do ooh and not the ooh-la-la, if we only do <laughs> ooh, it'll lead to the la-la-la. <laughs> so right. No ooh, no la-la, no. just, you know? Okay. Listen, it is your right. I respect it. I respect you. Uh, but please be honest and don't be surprised, not against you, when guys find you attractive and charming and they hear, but no ooh-la-la before we get married, that they run out of the table petrified. Okay, um, I get it. So I need to tell them on the first date? Yeah, on the first date, yes. If, uh, well, if, if you like them. If you don't like them, don't even t- just don't never see them again. But if you like them, just be honest because you don't want to waste people's time. You can even put it on your profile uh, if you date online so that you have less dates, of course. But if you choose that path, which I respect tremendously, do it in the light of honesty and transparency, okay? First date. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Yes. Thanks, Simon. You are most welcome. Good luck to you. Be patient until the universe finds the right mate that will wait until it puts a ring on your finger and then it can be ooh la 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 for years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to listen to a voicemail from someone who wants to help her partner through a hard time. So that is next. So uh, an anonymous person left me an interesting voicemail with a question. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. So my boyfriend is a hard worker. He's a very good father, but lately he's been catching so much hard times. He just keeps finding himself being in situation after situation. So I want to know, how do I help him during this time since he's kind of sad um, and a little depressed? How do I help him during this time so that I'm not being uh, a nitpicker or I'm not adding to the situation, but more so just helping him through uh, this rough patch? I'm looking forward, and I'll be listening for you to help me with this problem. Thank you. (laughs) Love the energy. How do you help your partner through a hard time? I'll tell you that next. So, this is an interesting question from uh, a woman about her man. Let me did voicemail. How do you help, in her case, her man, who's a bit sad, depressed, but is a good guy, hardworking, but he's having a hard time? Well, listen, the French have an expression, you know, la joie de vivre, the joy of life. It's the addition of little pleasures. So, there is, of course, the food a movie, what you see, what you hear, music he likes, places to go to, uh, a hot bath, it's wonderful, with a candle, of course, the ooh So I think you can mix all of that and uh, make him feel a little better. And I like the fact that you want to make him feel better because, remember, it's love for rain or shine, right? It's so I like your attitude and I love the energy. So, you know, little pleasures makes a better day. And that's the 
the recipe of the French joie de vivre, the addition of little pleasures. You call the next. If you want to share a personal romantic story that touched your heart, touched your soul, call the rendezvous now, please, tonight. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lindsay. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lindsay. So you had a romantic story happen with your husband. Tell me what happened. Yes. So it's not the most traditional romantic story, but it means so much to me. So I had at one point started to, I was prescribed some medications that I needed to be taking. It was a couple I had to take each day in addition to like all the millions of vitamins we all take daily. And I was really struggling with trying to take the medications on time and figuring out what to take when. And my husband saw me struggling. And so he decided to fill up a pill case for me like the Sunday through Saturday and put the exact amount of pills in each day for me with all my vitamins. And I just woke up one morning and it was done for me. And it was just like he would just do that for weeks. And it was the sweetest thing in the world because he saw I was struggling. He showed that he cared about like my health and my emotional well-being. And I just never Mm -hmm. asked him to do it. It was just the sweetest reason. I love that. How did that make you feel? It made me feel like a princess. I know that's crazy to say, like, (laughs) my husband filled my pill case and I felt like royalty. But it really did because it's just like those little things that, again, I didn't ask for that. He saw I was struggling and he took it upon himself to go out of his way to make my life easier. Listen, there is no love without proof of love. And this husband of yours was listening, paying attention to you and did something about it. And that's what I call true love. So thank you so much for sharing. That's a good husband you got here. I agree, I agree. Thank you, Simon. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Hey, have you ever asked a partner to change something about their physical appearance? We'll talk about that next. Have you ever asked a partner to change something about their physical appearance? It could be an improvement. It could be an addition. It could be a subtraction. You get my drift. So I posted on my social media, and uh, 66% of you voted no, I have not asked that. 34% of you said, yes, I have asked my partner to change something about their physical appearance. I didn't think the number was going to be that high, 34%. But hey, if it works for you guys, I'm all for it, as long as it works for both. That's the key. Thank you so much for listening to my show tonight. I know it's late, donc merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.